0: Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. In mid-May, I had the privilege of going to Reading, to the Bethel Healing School, 2023. And I had a couple of experiences that for me were simply helpful in terms of how I saw myself, how I saw the world. And I wanted to share these, whether they will help you or not. It could be these are specific to me. I have no idea. But in some ways, I feel like this podcast is mostly just my own journey of hearing God's voice and learning what it is to experience Him. And so here are some of my observations or moments. So at one point, we were singing a song because they started each day with worship, which was so gracious. You know, 45 minutes of live worship. I think coming out of COVID, it feels like what a privilege every time we get to worship the Lord together actually is. So thank you, Jesus, for that. But I, we were singing the last song and I had kind of peeked at the, the clock. You know, I'm always curious to see how much longer is this going and... I knew that we were winding down, you know, this was the last song, just a couple more minutes, but I was like, wow, this drum beat, like I don't normally focus on the drums. I mean, drums add so much to a worship service, but it was like, I just feel like I'm vibrating to this drum beat. This is amazing. And, um, I think it was to the words, um, glory and honor forever. Amen. So probably the bridge or the ending of Our Father by Bethel, uh, Bethel Music. And so it was this very, like it wasn't just a straight dun, 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 dun drum beat. You know, it was a little bit more complex than that. And I thought, I just feel like my whole body could vibrate with this. And then Chuck Perry stood up and he said, the drum beat right now is a call to war, And so we're going to keep singing this a few more times because there is actual warfare happening right now. And I loved that. I thought, oh, oh, is that what I'm feeling? Okay, you know, but it was so fun to have noticed the drum in a way that I hadn't noticed it either before or since. But at that moment, it was like, oh, something very awesome is happening right here. So that was just interesting to say sometimes the drum beat can be a sound of war. And potentially you could recognize that, you know, if something, if you notice something in worship, maybe acknowledge that a little more. So that was awesome. One of the days of worship, we were singing and the, the worship leader said, you know, let's try something. She probably used the word silly, a little bit silly. And because part of the Bethel Redding culture is to say, God is our father and he likes it when we're playful. And so we were singing a bridge that said something like, thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> many times. And she said, you know, let's put our hands up in the air and then just kind of from the elbows, like we're lobbing something over our head. And so every time we say thank you, just do that in unison. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lobbing our hands like, like we're throwing crowns at Jesus' feet or something. I don't know if you can picture that, but the entire room then saying the same bridge using our hands like that. And I was astonished by how much of a shift that brought, you know, it was like, Oh, here we were just singing and it was fine. But I had thought, you know, it's the second or third morning. We're a little bit sleepy today. Like we, I could tell that it was just a little sluggish in the room. And once we did that, It completely shifted the room. It was amazing. I actually had had something similar happen at a women's retreat where, again, it was the morning session, we were singing, but it just felt like everybody was just a little tired, and a woman had brought flags to dance with, and she was dancing kind of in a hidden secret place, and then they asked her to come and dance in the the center of the circle, and she was hesitant because it wasn't, you know, if you're Doing flags and you're used to doing it in the back to be put in the center, it can be a little whew, a little unexpected. But when she went and danced, it felt like, oh, that was the shift that we were looking for. There it is. So that was um, second second point of note. And then the third one, and this is kind of embarrassing. I don't I don't really know what this means. I'm just mentioning it. So one of the mornings we were worshipping. And we were singing a song that I had just recently heard, Rest On Us. And I was so excited to sing this song. And then the man started to sing. And I was like, ooh, ooh, he is a little off key. Like, wow, I am not used to having worship leaders be that that off. And uh, it got to the point where I thought I either have to leave the room And maybe like go outside for a little while till this song is done. In the end, I just put my fingers in my ears and then prayed in tongues as loud as I could to try to drown out the sound. But I could look around because oftentimes, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this, but there was one morning in church years ago that I took a sip of the communion wine and it was very turned. (laughs) I don't know if it had been stored in somebody's car for several weeks, but anyway, it was the summer and it was not very good. It was like drinking vinegar. And I watched as other people took their sips and just kind of that sense of like involuntary recoil of like, oh, oh, that wasn't quite what I was expecting. So I was sort of like, you know, if somebody's really off pitch, usually there's at least some people in the room who are cringing. And there was nobody cringing. Like everybody was really into it and dancing. And I was like, what is my problem? Why, why am I cringing with this particular voice when nobody else is, you know, because it's not like I have perfect pitch. I mean, I'm just saying. So I asked Cindy McFadden, who was there, uh, but she wasn't, she was at the conference, but she wasn't there that morning yet. And she said, you know, I have had that experience before. And I don't always know why, but it is, it does happen sometimes. And then I asked my friend, Michelle, what is going on? What like, kind of, what's the problem? Is it me? Is it the singer? You know, maybe the singer actually was on pitch and it was just me that was uh, off for whatever reason. And she said, I have had this happen. And I sometimes think it's just a frequency. And she told a story about how there was a time that in Her staff meeting at church, the the way that they run it is each person brings three or four songs on a playlist and then gives a short devotional, and whatever song was chosen that particular week, she said I was getting angry and I looked around the room and all the other staff people were really enjoying it. So she said, but this isn't putting me in the right frame of mind. So she said I stood up and left the inner the inner space, the inner circle, and started to climb up a few stairs, and all of a sudden the music was hitting at my feet. I had a sense of it hitting at my feet instead of hitting at my chest. And immediately I could enter in and worship with the rest of the group. So again, I have no idea what that means. I'm just saying it's it's something interesting and helpful to know. I would imagine that if you're a worship leader, that's also helpful to know if you get every once in a while cranky letters from participants who are like, why was this singer so off pitch? Or why were you so bad? to say, well, it could be that you actually weren't off-key, and it was just something in their spirit that was recoiling for whatever reason. So I don't have any real resolution for that one other than to say, apparently this can happen. So yeah, Jesus, I thank you that you make us sensitive beings, (laughs) that we vibrate to frequencies, that we... Worship you that we can come into an understanding, an ever more full understanding of what you're doing on this earth, Lord. I also thank you that ah, it is beautiful when brothers and sisters dwell together in unity, but that that doesn't necessarily mean that we all are going to like the same thing at the same time. So, thank you for each of us being a unique expression of you. Thank you that we have the opportunity to change atmospheres that uh, when a space feels sluggish, that there's actually options for shifting that, that we don't have to stay in the same place of uh, gloominess or fatigue. So thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Amen.